1: And truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul, powered by JTR Roofing.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. This is not what air travelers want to hear. At least three major airlines have canceled dozens of flights because illnesses largely tied to the Omicron variant of COVID 19 have taken a toll on flight crew numbers during the busy holiday travel season. Germany-based Lufthansa canceling a dozen long-haul transatlantic flights over the Christmas holiday period. Delta and United Airlines say they had to cancel some Christmas Eve flights because of staff shortages tied to Omicron. With more on the Omicron problem, correspondent Greg Cluxton.
0: The effects are being felt in hospitals, police departments, supermarkets, and other critical operations struggling to maintain staffing levels. In New York, about twice as many police officers took sick time this week than normal. Some states have called in the National Guard to help boost shorthanded hospitals. And long-term care facilities are feeling the pinch, with 15 percent fewer workers today than when the
2: pandemic began. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at townhall.com, Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton tells the Salem Radio Network that Democrats are taking their anger out on West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. We're not supporting the passage of their massive spending bill initiated by President Biden. I mean, he's just
3: standing up for what three-quarters of West Virginians want him to do, uh, and you've got people running around on MSNBC and politicians like Bernie Sanders saying that this is the death of democracy, that a senator reflects the preferences of three-quarters of his uh, voters and that 51 senators out of 100 in the Senate can stop legislation.
2: Senator Ranchin has gone to such efforts to prevent that bill from passing that Members of the media and the Senate have speculated whether he would consider switching parties. Wall Street is quiet today, but trading will resume Monday morning. More at townhall.com. Tell me
4: why a team worth $800 million should put you in the driver's seat this Christmas. If you give me a chance, I will not let you down. Life made him an underdog. All my life, I've defined myself through sports. I was meant for something more. Made him a champion. God is going
5: to do something great
4: with you. Experience the true story of legendary quarterback Kurt Warner. Destiny wants the underdogs. You want to prove that? American Underdog. In theaters everywhere Christmas Day. Rated PG. Lorenzo guidance suggested.
1: Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the amazing Solaire Infrared Gas Grills that are built to last and will consistently deliver better than restaurant grilled food. The Solaire Infrared Burner heats up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, even in the dead of winter. The high heat locks in the juices and flavor and grills food faster. Learn more about these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. Solaire Hot Fast Grills at BestHotGrill.com. Bringing liberty
4: and truth from the KingdomBuilders.com studios, Merry Christmas. On this Christmas Eve day, a pretty mild forecast with temps around 43 this afternoon. And Santa makes the rounds tonight, mostly cloudy and 21. Christmas Day, partly cloudy, 27. And we do see some uh, a wintry mix come in late Sunday afternoon into Sunday night. Like It Matters Radio is next here on Freedom 1570.
1: Eric Metaxas doesn't see the president living up to the title. Is it
5: not clearly unconstitutional to have somebody that we call the president who is not, in fact, presiding, who is not, in fact, leading? Uh, Have we ever had anything quite like this before? And why do you suppose... People aren't speaking out against it because it is it strikes me as at least uh, unconstitutional. The Eric Metaxas
1: Show, Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth.
4: Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science, too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. The following program was pre-recorded and the
1: views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management
6: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending an hour of your valuable time. You know, time is an important commodity. It is the one commodity in life that cannot be replaced. I mean, we can get a new heart we could get a new job. We can get a new home. We could get a new spouse. We could get new children. Uh, We get a lot of new things. But the unique thing about time is we have a limited amount. God chose us and God gave us a start date and an end date. And there's a set amount of time between the two. And what we do with that time truly dictates where we spend eternity It dictates how we'll be remembered, and it dictates the quality of relationships that we have before we take our last breath and after we take our last breath. And today, we are going to talk about this thing called choices, because, boy, don't we love choices? You know, don't tell me what to do with my body. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. Don't tell me what to do in my own home. Don't we love that? Boy, we love to have our freedom, right? We love to make our choices. But you know, one thing I learned a long time ago is we don't enjoy the consequences. And today, we're going to call today's show, Cistern or Conduit, because life is a series of choices. And uh, boy, it's interesting because we live in a time where we're no longer responsible uh, for our actions. You know, everything is to be blamed on everybody else, depending on your skin color, let's be honest. You know, we've come to a time in America where the proper type of racism is okay. And as far as I'm concerned, no racism is okay. But we've come to a time where as long as you're racist the right way, it's okay. You've just got to do it the world's way. you just got to do it uh, the way that everybody else, the sheeple, are okay with it. But what we got to realize is we must decide who we are. And when you know who you are then what to do, what those choices are, are much, much simpler. Not easy, but they are simpler. And today I want to start off with the concept of we have a choice of what type of vessel we're going to be. Because remember, man is a three-part being, right? We have a body which is our vessel, right? That's how we get around. It's our car. It's our vehicle. It's our tabernacle. It's our tent, right? And then we have a brain, uh, which the battle's in the mind, that's where the battle's at, and it runs the body, right? And then we have a spirit, which is, in essence, who we are. And so today, I want you to consider the choice of a cistern or a conduit. Now, you might be saying, well, what's the difference? Well, it's an important difference, and it relates to us as human beings. You see, a cistern or a conduit, they're very, very different And they have different purposes. See, a cistern is something that holds something else. A cistern would be like a cup or a bowl or a vase, you know, or maybe it's a vase. And I always joke with people, you know what the difference between a vase and a vase is? About $50,000 a year in income. That's the difference. But if you think about it, a cistern is something that holds things A well um a uh you know when uh Jeremiah was thrown into jail because he told the Israelites what God told him and they didn't like it, so they called him a traitor uh, I think it's uh jeremiah thirty three or maybe it's thirty eight where it says Jeremiah was thrown into a cistern, it was a well, it was a prison underground, it was a holding place, and that's what a cistern is, and you think about it from the time we were a child. And we could do nothing for ourselves. We were birthed through the birth canal, and there we are being held. Um, we couldn't do anything on our own. We had to be fed. We had to be lifted. We had to be rolled over. We had to be changed. And then we grew, and we could do a few things on our own. But we still were dependent on a lot of other people for everything. And then we started to walk and then we became less dependent. And then we started to learn and talk and we became less dependent. And the key is by the time we get on our own at 18, I was on my own at 16 in the army at 17. By the time we get on our own at 18, then we're making a majority of our choices for Ourselves and hopefully that we are now not just a cistern. Because think about as a child, uh, everybody has to pour into you as a newborn child, right? The the world evolves around that child. If you're a parent and you have a newborn child, especially if it's your first one, uh, everything evolves around that child. And one thing I attempt to do early on in my child's young life is to teach them that the world doesn't evolve around them. And see, as a cistern, things get poured into us. People give to us. People teach us. People mold us. People hold our hands and they encourage us. They finance us. They they do everything for us because we need it. But at some point, a transition takes place. At some point, we need to make the choice to go from a cistern to a conduit. Now, the interesting thing about a conduit is a conduit is a pass-through agent, in other words, nothing really stays in a conduit. The sole purpose of a conduit is to pass things from point A to point B, right? Think about it. You're, uh, if you have a sprinkler system in your grass, if you have a front yard or back yard as grass, most places you have a sprinkler system. And what that is is there's PVC pipe underground. Its sole purpose is to pass water from point A to point B. The job of the cistern is not to hold on to stuff, the job of the cistern, I'm sorry, the job of the cistern is to hold on to stuff. But the job of the conduit is to pass things through. I always use the example of the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth, if not the lowest place. And there are only a few underground waterways that feed the Dead Sea. But nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. You begin it it? That's why it's the Dead Sea. See, it is a cistern. The only thing it does is hold on to stuff. And that is why it's dead. But a conduit is a pass-through agent. A conduit gets something for the sole purpose of spreading that something, giving that something, sending that something to somebody else. And I believe, in my personal opinion, it's my choice, that I am blessed to be a blessing to others. That I have stuff to share that stuff with others. When my kids were growing up, I would tell them all the time uh, that we live in God's house and that my company, daddy's company is God's company and that the money daddy makes from this company is God's money. And then I believe that you see a need, you meet a need. I believe that God's economy is God's people using God's resources for God's people, for God's glory. It is, in essence, the definition of a conduit. And ladies and gentlemen, we must choose. Are we going to be a Dead Sea leader or are we going to be a conduit? You see, we've all been poured into. We've all been blessed. Some of you have incredible family lives. Some of you have mentors. Some of you are lucky enough to be the right skin color, right? Some of you are lucky enough to be in the right victimhood status. So you get stuff. People give you stuff. The government gives you stuff. You get chances that other people don't have. And the question is, what are you doing with that? Are you holding on to it? Are you putting in the bank? Are you storing it up for a later time? Are you buying a third house or a fourth house? Are you buying a third car or a fourth car? Or are you a conduit? Are you seeing the need in other people and then taking what you can and sharing that? And that's really what I want to talk about today is Choices. Because life is a series of choices, and that's how we'll be remembered. And one thing, if you know me at all, and I'm the black man, I love words. And I love words in a certain way, which means I love poetry as well. And so today, we're going to talk about a couple different choices. And today, I'm going to share a lot of different poetry with you, because I love poetry. I love a good poem. And so today, on Like It Matters Radio... Uh, We're going to talk about choices. We're calling today's show Cistern or Conduit. But there are a lot of choices for us to take a look at. And we're going to do it with a lot of pros as well. So I am Black. And after a few commercial messages, I'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be.
1: Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
3: Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently ask questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the Half-Off Christian Tuition Program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my...
1: any other leadership program that i've been through i mean in 48 hours of leadership training in your program it was just it was dynamic it was intense it was powerful you know it was was amazing it was amazing
3: leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net schedule for the next leadership awakening
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black. And today we are talking about choices. Today I've called this radio show Cistern or Conduit. And the reason why is because we must choose. Life is a series of choices. We must choose which vessel we are going to be. You're either going to be a cistern or a conduit. And again, a cistern holds on to things. A conduit is a pass-through agent. Lots of people being blessed with money, with family, with goods, with rewards, with more than enough, with lots of abundance. And what are they doing with it? if they're a cistern, then they're storing it away. They're putting in their 401k. They're putting in their retirement plan. They're putting in this. They're putting in that. They're buying a second house, a third house, a fourth house. They're buying a vacation home. They're buying a fifth car or they're buying a boat and a jet ski, spending all this stuff, getting all these toys so they can be happy. Yet there's a lot of people around them that have not. And again, we're all responsible. I don't believe you should take anybody's money, but I also believe that we should be givers. There are two types of people in this world, givers and takers, right? And that's what we're going to talk about today. That really comes down to a choice of two. It comes down to a choice of two. And we've come to a world that that's how it is. It's either black or white, right? Don't you hear that? It's two. And by the way, just to let you know that we're in good company. Because I'm a pastor, I read the good book, I eat scripture, I love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my strength. If all my roles in life, and I have a lot of roles I play, the number one most important role for me is a child of God. I have a lot of loves in this world. I love my wife, I love my kids, Uh, I used to love my country, I like my country, I don't love it anymore, I love my God, Uh, but uh, I love a lot of things. But my greatest love is for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so this is what leaders do. They make choices and it's okay to make choices, but we got to be okay with the consequence of those choices. And whenever God gave us a choice, if you read the old Testament, even the new Testament, you'll see there's always two darkness or light, life or death, blessing or curse, a one scoop or two <laughs> narrow road or the wide road, right? He gives us choices, and today we have those same choices. It's become a very black and white world. It's become a very black and white America, right? You either support BLM, right, or you're a racist. Now, I wonder if there's a place where someone could not support the BLM movement, which is Marxist, and still not be a racist. Of course there is, I'm being facetious when I ask a question, right? Today, you either believe Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist who got away with murder or you are a white supremacist who believes that people who are white supremacists should get away with murder. Of course, we know there's no middle ground there, right? Uh, today, you're either pro the jab, that they got to jab everybody, that you got to get a shot in your arm, or you're an anti-vaxxer, right? There's no middle ground. You're either on the blue team or you're on the red team, right? You're either uh, pro-Trump or anti right? Or maybe right, Don't you see? We've got to the point where you, you need to decide. You need to choose. You're excommunicated if you don't choose right. You're blocked off of Facebook if you don't choose right. Because now we have state-run media. Now we have government dictating what you should think. Uh, and it's amazing that the people who hated Trump lying are okay with Biden lying. The people who thought Trump was a racist by having a travel ban in certain countries... Don't think Biden's a racist by having travel bans in certain countries. You see what I'm saying? So you've got to maneuver. This is why you can't get wrapped up in all this. You've got to know who you are and quit letting other people define you. And this is why it's so important. This is why we're talking about choices today. And so I want to share with you a couple of choices in the form of some poetry. And the first one's one of my favorite by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. And she says... Two kinds of people there are, leaners and lifters. She says there are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people no more, I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood, the good are half bad, and the bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years, bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, For to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud, for in life's busy span, who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find, too, I mean, there is only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care? It's all about choices, right? Well, Carmelo Benvenga says the choices are about a builder or a wrecker. And he says this, I watched them tearing a building down, a gang of men in a busy town. With a ho heave ho and a lusty yell, they swung a beam and a sidewall fell. I asked the foreman, are these men skilled as the men you'd hire if you had to build? He gave me a laugh and said, no, indeed, just common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken a year to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these two roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who works with care, measuring life by the rule in the square, Or am I shaping my deeds by a well-made plan, patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks the town content with the labor of tearing down? You know, that's an interesting one, builder or wrecker, because, you know, what we see on the outside so many times, our first perception is not necessarily true. I mean, again, this is not about which team you're on, red or blue, Biden or Trump, This is about factual data. Remember, follow the science. Factual data. There's data to prove it. I mean, think about this. Uh, A little over a year ago, we had a different president, and gas prices were down. We were now the leading producer of gas. We were, for the first time, energy dependent. And a little over a year later now... We're asking China to open the reserves to lower our gas price. We're begging OPEC to increase the pumping of gas. We're shutting down pipelines. We're we're making it hard to get our own natural gas out of the ground. And yet people wonder why all this is going on. When 80% of our supply chain comes from China, we heard this at the beginning of COVID, when something like 90% of all our... Prescriptions are our pharmaceutical grade materials that we make medicines from. Ninety percent of it comes from China. We've had a supply chain issue a long time, and Trump attacked the Chinese and held them to account. Uh, and then we got a president in here that seems to be a lot friendlier with China. Whether you like the guy or not, forget the emotional part. One thing I work on this radio show is to get you to think, and we got to think. We got to quit blaming other people for our choices. And one of them is ability to take other people's uh, uh, ideas and thoughts or look for yourself. We don't need to agree. We don't need to think alike. That'd be a boring place. But what we should be able to do is have a logical conversation about why we believe what we believe. God tells us. He tells us to have a reason for everything that we believe. And so it's about deciding who are you and why are you here? Life is a series of choices, and we get to choose. For the longest time, let's be honest, we were told, Don't tell me what to do with my body. Don't tell me what, how dare you tell a woman what to do with her body? And because of that, people say, Well, wow, that doesn't really sound fair. Also, we have Roe v. Wade. All of a sudden, we found a, a, a right in the Constitution called abortion. Now, yeah, this show's not about abortion, but I don't know how it was there when it was written in 1776. And the idea of abortion in 1776 versus 1976 is day and night. Uh, It's not even close. And so whether you're pro or against, that's not what we're talking about. Even look at the the, the fight for abortion. It's pro-choice or pro-life, isn't it? for. Notice the argument's for because, again, people know you're either for something or you're against something. Again, notice the two choices there. And so it seems to be a lot more positive to be for something, right, than to be against something. And so pro-life are people that are for life, for the life of that child. And so the abortion movement had to come up with something pro, so they call it pro-choice, right? And the argument is that a woman should have the choice. How dare you tell a woman what to do with her body? Well, where is the argument today? How dare you tell someone that they have to give a jab in their arm? Again, I'm just a logical guy. If for 40 years, the whole argument for abortion has been, how dare you tell a woman what to do with her body? How did that argument go out the door? I am not anti-vax at all. I've got all my vaccines. I was in the military. But this thing of the COVID-19 is not a vaccine by definition. It's a therapy. And it's not proven to keep you from getting COVID. Matter of fact, the opposite's true. It's not proven to help you stop the spread of COVID. Supposedly, the only thing it does is keep you, when you get COVID, from being deathly ill. Supposedly. And again, they don't even want you to know the results of their testing for 55 years. Check it out. The government wants to withhold all COVID-related information for 55 years. So you have no choice to see the information. So ladies and gentlemen, that's all I'm talking about, is we've got to have a reason for what we believe. You can choose whatever you want, but it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And there is accountability for our choices, and that's really what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. We're talking about choices. So I am Black, and we'll be right back.
5: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
0: Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition of purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply.
5: Traders, listen up. With volatility, earnings data, and inflation concerns, it's almost impossible to guess what the markets will do next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Want to see how the smartest traders pick their stocks? Text the word money to 813813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word money to 813813 so you can learn how to predict market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures or crypto, vantage points, patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text money to 813813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Don't wait. Text the word money to 813813 now.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. This is where your one-stop listening enjoyment for living life like it matters. And if you listen to podcasts, remember, this is a live radio show we do an hour a day, Monday through Friday. And you can listen to the replays anytime you want within a half hour after the show is over by going to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. But this is a daily radio show based out of Minneapolis, and you can hear it anywhere in the world live, live from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time by just live streaming with Freedom 50. 1570com That's Freedom1570.com. But this is a radio show. Now, I also have a bi-weekly podcast. And so wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, what well, you got to do is type in Living Life Like It Matters. And that bi-weekly podcast is Monday. There's Storytime with Mr. Black. And it's a great story with a message. I share that. Uh, and then on Thursday, it's, it's a full episode similar to the radio show. Sometimes it's a replay of one of the radio shows that I got a lot of feedback on with more information, but either way, the podcasts are different than the radio show. And uh, those of you that are interested in some manna from heaven, uh, some food from God, if you will, I also do a daily uh, word blog I send out. It's called wayofwarrior.blog, and I take scripture and I break it down for you. And I put address you in three categories leader, warrior, and conduit. And if you want to get that, you can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog, and right there, uh, you will see what I'm talking about. If you, by the way, if you go to wayofwarrior.blog, go down all the way down to the bottom on the right side, there'll be a follow page. It says a follow button there. If you hit that button, you can type in your email address, and every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, uh, when as soon as I post it, it'll be emailed out to you. Uh, and by the way, I am on my way to Vegas. Our last class of the year will be in Las Vegas this weekend, uh, Team 230, a team of 12 people uh, that are going to have a life-changing experience. I've been doing it for 30 years, and you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about that. Today, we're talking about choices, and just like I said uh, when I was talking about Way of Warrior blog, I address you in that blog as three roles. One is the leader, because people are looking for people to follow. And you're responsible to lead your life, to lead your family, to lead your kids, to lead others to a better way of life. And then I dress you as a warrior. Because we're all called to fight the good fight. Uh, if you're married, you gotta fight for the, uh, the sanctity of your wedding bed. If you have children, you gotta fight for the innocence of your children. Uh, heck, Nabisco and Kraft Foods, which is now called Mondelez, uh, they have to fight with the Keebler elves for shore space. I mean, for a uh, shelf space. So you gotta, you gotta fight the good fight. But the third one that I do is conduit. And that's what we're talking about today. Are you a cistern or a conduit? Are, are when people pour into you, and you get stuff, do you pass it on to others, or are you a cistern, where you hold all the stuff, put it in the bank, and work to get some interest, or or spend it on you, and build your kingdom on this planet, and whether you're a cistern or a conduit dictates a lot of things, because life is a series of choices, you're a leaner or a lifter, you're a builder or a wrecker, you're a giver or a gainer, but either one, or sorry, giver or or taker, if you will, but either one of those, no matter what you choose, you got to realize choices have consequences. It's not me to decide whether your choices are good or not. Uh, it's maybe your family is, but you know who's going to decide? That's going to be God someday, whether you believe in him or not. The good book says pretty clearly, it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. In other words, you have the freedom to make whatever choice you want, God says. But God says there's time to pay the piper, and that could be a good payment or a bad payment. But uh, I remember the old saying when the guy was—it was a mechanics commercial— and we're talking about changing oil or something like that. Uh, and he said, you can come in and get an oil change or do whatever and pay me now, or you cannot do it and later your engine blows up or pay me later. So you can pay me now or pay me later. When you pay someone now, it's usually a lot less than when you pay someone later. There's a lot more consequence, a lot more pain, a lot more money. So we're sharing a little prose today, and since we are talking about choices, I do want you to understand that the the other side of choice, because everybody loves their choice, don't tell me what to do, there's a consequence. And I learned a long time ago walking with God, that God loves us enough not to remove the consequences. Oh, he'll walk with us, he'll hold us, he'll carry us, but he doesn't remove the consequences. Otherwise, why would you learn to make different choices? Parents, you know this. If you never hold your kids accountable to their choices, then why would they choose to make different choices? And when we're always rescuing people from their consequences, then they never learn to make better choices. I mean, look right now what's going on all over the country, these these smash and grab things. In LA, they just I just read an article that there was a big outside party in LA, and these robbers went into the house, white people were outside, and when they came in, they were robbing them. A big old party at someone's house. They took all their money, I mean, two black guys took all their money, took all their stuff, and I read the article, I think it was yesterday, and they haven't found anybody, and said these crimes are going through the roof. And what happens is, happens all over, happens in all these liberal cities, what happens is there's no cash belly anymore. So people kill someone, people rape someone, people molest someone, uh, and then they get booked and the picture taken and then they're released with no bail. They don't have to pay anything, whatever. And so many times you can read it documented time after time after time. People go out and commit another crime, c- c- murder another person, rape another person, abuse another person. It's going on and on. And look at the shoplifting where we stop holding people to account for shoplifting. Because this happened on the George Floyd thing, because black people are victims, and so you should give them the right to steal stuff. I mean, this is ridiculous, and yet this is common thinking now, and there's no consequences. So now people are just walking out of stores with $1,000 worth of stuff, and no one's even stopping them. Look what's happening in California. Many CVS pharmacies, many shops, targets, closing down, shutting them down. Why? They can't make money. Because people are just stealing everything and no one you can't get police to come anymore. So there are consequences, which brings me to an incredible poem I found about if them a poem about consequences. This guy who wrote it, I don't know who he is by Bob B. Great poem. And I pray I do it some honor the way I read it. Old Jonah was looking pretty darn pale after three days and three nights in a whale or giant fish. According to translation, Whatever the case, it was no vacation. For Jonah, who had to be pretty smelly, spending 72 hours in that belly, fending off digestive juices and other secretions that a body produces, he didn't agree with the creature, no doubt, because the animals spat him out. If Jonah had early on followed directions, this story would not be in our collections, and he wouldn't have taken that trip and found himself being thrown from a ship. King Solomon was supposed to be wise. That's handy when certain situations arise, such as the judgment of Solomon, which went off luckily without a hitch. He understood human behavior and proved to be, for one mom, a savior. Taking a chance, he spoke off the cuff and shrewdly called the false mother's bluff. It's amazing it all worked out as it did. Otherwise, there would have been a dead kid. Back then, could Solomon ever have guessed the advantage of a DNA test? Absalom was handy, was handsome and charming. His personality was disarming ostentatious and debonair, he was known for his huge mop of hair. But his thirst for power got so overblown that he usurped his father's throne. So David and Absalom had to wage war. Father and son had to settle a score. At Ephraim's wood, when trying to flee, Absalom's locks got caught in a tree. If he had kept his hair short and trim, he wouldn't have died on that blasted tree limb. And his plans might not have fallen apart As he hung from that tree with darts in his heart Salome loved to dance up a storm Apparently she displayed perfect form Her mother Herodias bore a deep grudge Herodias bore a deep grudge Toward John the Baptist and she wouldn't budge Just imagine the trouble he was in For having told her she was living in sin Unfortunately, he landed in jail and languished there with no chance of bail when Herod's birthday came around to get the merriment off the ground. Herod asked Salome to dance for him. He promised to give her whatever her whim for her, no gold or silver instead she wanted dear John the Baptist's head for one particular reason or another. she wanted to give John's head to her mother. If John had not insulted Herodias, Herodias, sorry about that, she wouldn't have found the prophet so odious, Herodias, there you go, odious. If Salome hadn't been so into dance, the poor guy might have had a chance. But since her dancing was so first rate, John's head ended up on a plate. Sometimes life can be unforgiving, but cause and effect are both part of living. So if then, in retrospect, makes us want to stop and reflect. Behave with wisdom and common sense and know that there's always a consequence. And again, Herodias. Yeah, I butchered that a little bit. But you got my point. What a great poem. And what a great point. Life is about choices. And ladies and gentlemen, it was Einstein, a pretty smart guy, who said this. The definition Sandy, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's crazy. The flip side of Einstein's coin is this. If you don't like the results, change your approach. As you change the approach, you change your results. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how choices and consequences work. If you don't like the consequences that you're getting, you need to change the choices you're making. And this is the problem. If we remove the consequences from people, that's not love. That's just, that's not fair. How will that person ever learn to make better choices to get a better outcome if you remove the choices from the consequences? They've got to be tied together. Otherwise, pain will not be the great motivator that it was designed to be. I am Black, and we'll be right back.
1: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free
0: Odyssey app. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two.
3: They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time.
0: Where have
4: we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day. Well, those days are
0: here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on Salem Podcast Network.com and everywhere podcasts are heard.
3: Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm Attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And if you miss any of this show, make sure you go to likeitmattersradio.com. Within 30 minutes of this radio show being off the air, it'll be posted there as a podcast. And today, we're talking about choices. I call this show, the topic of the show, the Tyler show is called Cistern versus Conduit. And it's about deciding who are you. Why are you here? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And life is a series of choices, A or B, one scoop or two scoop, chocolate or vanilla, you know, old-fashioned or sugar cone or waffle cone, right? Choices. There was a Saturday Night Live skit that they did that with John Belushi, the samurai or whatever it was, and he went crazy. He just wanted some ice cream, and they kept asking him choices and choices and choices. But there is a consequence for our choices. And so in closing on the last segment, I want to talk about one of my favorite books, you know, Thomas Sowell, I love him, man. He has a book, Conflict of Visions, which I highly recommend uh, everybody reads. It's about two visions, and that's what's going on the world, that's what's going on in America. He calls them the unconstrained vision and the constrained vision. And Uh, It's fascinating because this is what what Wikipedia says about a conflict of visions. It says there's a book by Thomas Sowell. Uh, It was originally published in 1987 and revised in 2007. And the book describes two basic visions, the constrained and unconstrained visions, which are thought to capture opposite ends of a continuum of political thought on which one can place many contemporary Westerners, in addition to their intellectual ancestors of the past Few centuries. And this is fascinating because I've never heard someone explain it this way. To me, it's a biblical worldview versus a world worldview. But here's how uh, Sowell puts it he says, The unconstrained vision. Sowell argues that the unconstrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially good, right? And by the way, that's uh, the opposite of what the Bible says. But that's what this unconstrained vision is. It means that man's ability to accomplish things is unconstrained. See, that's what a lot of people, the progressives believe, that certain people can evolve above other people, and then they have the right answers to lead the rest of the other people. And basically that man can solve the problem called man. Again, if you understand the logical levels with Dr. Robert Diltz, and Einstein said it, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And the problem is that identity is not the top level in the logical levels. What's above identity is spirit. So in the neurological levels or the logical levels, whichever way you want to call them, you can never address a problem at the same level as created at. So if man is the problem, man cannot address the problem. You must go to the level above the problem, uh, which is spirit. And so the answer to what's going on, I believe, is the constrained vision. But he says the unconstrained vision, uh, I should say those with an unconstrained vision, distrusts decentralized processes and are impatient with large institutions and systemic processes that constrain human action. They believe there's an ideal solution to every problem and that compromise is never acceptable. Collateral damage is merely the price of moving forward on the road to perfection. Sol often refers to them as the self-anointed. Ultimately, they believe that man is morally perfectible. Because of this, they believe that there exists some people who are further along the path of moral development, have overcome self-interest, and are immune to the influence of power, and therefore can act as surrogate decision-makers for the rest of society. That's just crazy uh, in my map reality, just asinine. Now, the, the constrained vision. Sol argues that the constrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially unchanging and that man is naturally inherently self-interested regardless of the best intentions. Those with a constrained vision prefer the systematic processes of the rule of law and experience of traditions. Compromise is essential because there are no ideal solutions, only trade-offs. Those with a constrained vision favor solid empirical evidence and time-tested structures and processes over intervention and personal experience. Ultimately, the constrained vision demands checks and balances and refuses to accept that all people could put aside their innate self-interest. So, that's just fascinating. To me, I call it GOS or FOS. It's the operating system. You know, in the, in the computer world, you have a Windows operating system and you have a Mac operating system, right? Now, again, I'm not a computer guy, but it's either Windows compatible or Mac compatible, Right those are the two operating systems and you one you can't put software one in another and to me the two things are not the constrained vision and the unconstrained vision but the GOS or the FOS the GOS is the god operating system and the FOS is a flesh operating system a GOS god operating system has the world view that there is a god and he's the god of the bible uh, and that we are not God, and that man is flawed, uh, that man is, is wicked, the heart of man is wicked beyond repair, and that if one of us is capable, we're all capable. See, I believe the G-O-S, it keeps man in check. I don't trust my flesh. I know if one of us is capable, we're all capable. And so I keep myself in check, understanding that this too can happen to me. The phrase I like to use is, yet by the grace of God, there go I. When I see someone who has a physical ailment, I say, there, but by the grace of God, there goes I. I see someone homeless begging for food. I say, there, but by the grace of God, there goes I. I see someone born in India and homeless or has no trade or in Africa that I support. I say, but by the grace of God, there go I. And that gives me compassion. The flesh operating system that believes that there is no God, that we can be God, and that we are the highest form of life, and that what man says is the the end-all, do-all, be-all. And I just, so that's really what it comes down to, the the two outcomes. I mean, I could give you two famous people and show you they're famous, they're well-known, and yet one has a G-O-S and one has an F-O-S, and those two people are Jesus and Alexander the Great. And here's a great poem, one of my favorite. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One lived and died for self. One died for you and me. The Greek died on a throne. The Jew died on a cross. One's life triumph seemed, the other a loss. One led armies forth, the other walked alone. One shed a whole world's blood. The other gave his own. One won the world in life and lost it all in death. The other lost his life to win the whole world's faith. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One died in Babylon and one on Calvary. One gained all for self and one himself he gave. One conquered every throne, the other every grave. The one made himself God, the God made himself less. The one lived but to blast, the other but to bless. When died, the Greek forever fell his throne of swords. But Jesus died to live forever, king of king and lord of lords. Jesus and Alexander died at thirty-three. The Greek made all men slaves, the Jew made all men free. One built a throne on blood, the other built on love. The one was born of earth, the other from above. One won all this earth, to lose all earth and heaven. The other gave up all, that all to him be given. The Greek forever died, the Jew forever lives. He loses all who gets and gains all things who gives. Is that not powerful or what? And ladies and gentlemen, we're in the holiday season. We're celebrating Christmas. Now again, I'm etymologically entuned, uh, if you will. By trade, I love words. And I love to explain the meaning of words. And people toss around words all the time that they don't know what they mean. And it was J. Vernon McGee, it was one of my favorite quotes. He says, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. And look at how our dictionary is being rewritten. So rewritten, right? And now racism uh, is now redefined. All these words are redefined. And we got to realize, what does Christmas mean? Christ is pretty clear. The Christ, the Redeemer, the Messiah, right? It's a role. And Moss, when someone says no Moss, what are they saying? No more. Remember the big fight, there was two heavy or middleweight fighters that kept going back and forth, and the big thing, they wanted another rematch, and they'd say, one Moss, one more. So what does Christmas mean? More Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that one prayer for you this Christmas season, that no matter who you voted for, no matter if you're red or blue, Biden or Trump, That one thing that you get this year is more Christ. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. My outcome? Helping you become more hopeful about your future. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
3: If you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever at Salem Surround Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather.
0: Learn more at SurroundMSP.com. SurroundMSP.com. Connecting you with new customers.